Hello guys and welcome back. My name is Reinhard and I'm going to be your host for today for World of Sports. I want to thank you for coming, for being here. We have a fun, packed, really fun, packed episode today. And I'm really, really excited because this is a topic that I've been always wanting to touch on and I'm really excited about. It is the July special, so these podcasts will come out, episodes will come out every Saturday and Wednesday. Visit us at anchor.fm slash ryan-richie. Be sure to subscribe in the voice message. There will be a link down in the description below. So the topics that, uh, that the main topic that I'm going to be covering today is going to be the, uh, for Major League Baseball, NBA, and NFL, who's going to win the division? Eh, who's going to win the division? Who's going to be the wild card for every single division? So you are going to look forward to that. I know you are. I am super excited for that. And uh, th- there's nothing holding us back. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. So as I just uh, stated, I am like super excited to get into this topic. Uh, it, it's, it's just a slim topic that I've really heard. And I really think that it would be uh, interesting if we had a full breakdown of each division and who would win it as well as the wild card. So getting into it. Um, we're going to start with the National League of Major League Baseball, uh, starting with the NL East, the NL Central, and then the NL West, lastly. So I'm going to read off who's in each division and who could possibly become the first two or three or four seeds, depending on the division. So starting off with the NL East, um, I really think that the Nationals and Braves will be up for 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 the division winning, and the Phillies, National Mets, Braves, and Marlins are in that division. And I think that the Nationals will pull this off just because they have better pitching than the Braves. The Braves have better talent, but the Nationals, their pitching, I think it will just outlast the Braves um, for just for the, this 60-game season. If it was 162, I'd pick the Braves. But just for this 60-game season, uh, the Nationals will uh, win it. I think the Nationals will win it. The Braves will come in second. The Braves could get a wild card spot, but we cannot forget about the packed NL Central. The Pirates, Cardinals, Reds, Cubs, Brewers. I really think this might be surprising to you, but I think that the Reds will win. They've been right there. Uh, they have, we can't forget, they have Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo, Nick Castellanos, Mike Moustakis, and they have a lot of teams, and they're stacked in this 60-game season. They've always had a good start. If they can have a good start, they will take this NL Central title with the Cardinals and Cubs close behind them, and then the Brewers about five or six games back. So from first place. So I think the first four will be uh, just between five or six games back between the first seed and the in the fourth seed. And we've seen this a lot in the NL Central. It's just a, a, a really uh, fun uh, division. It's always been really good. And uh, the wild card, there could be two NL Central wild cards. There's not going to be a wild card in the NL West, I don't think. In, in the NL Central, um, the Reds, I pick, will win it. The Cardinals, Cubs, or Brewers could get a wild card spot. 
Um, it's possible that I think maybe the Cubs, Brewers, and Cardinals, they beat each other up so much that the Braves could sneak in there. But it's mainly going to be, be between the Cardinals and Cubs, Brewers. There's going to be one, there might be two NL Central. It's just between the wild card spot will be the Braves, Cardinals, Cubs, and Brewers. So kind of uh, four spots that are four teams that are going to be fighting for one, for two spots. And the NL West, that's going to be the Rockies, Giants, Dodgers, Padres, and Diamondbacks. I think that this isn't obvious. The Dodgers are the are just the best team, are the best team in the National League, and they are obviously going to take home the NL West title. Uh, there, there's not going to be any wildcard teams, I don't think, uh, between the Diamondbacks, Padres, Rockies. It'll probably be around 500. Maybe the Rockies sitting somewhere at five, uh, 550. And they're going to be all around 500. So that's kind of my take on everything that goes into the National League. But I kind of want to take down a surprising team. I want to kind of uh, look at this team and kind of break them down. Because a lot of people have uh, thought that this team has always kind of been has always kind of been there and they were the NL Central Division winners um in my pick they were the Reds and they are just stacked and with this 60 game season uh, well so every season they have been right there they have been off to a great start and they have decent pitching decent defense de- de- decent hitting and um that is just what a team needs, and the Reds have it all in this 60-game season. If they get out to a hot start, they're going to be in it. And now, this is not accounting for who has coronavirus, who has injuries. Because um, anyone could get coronavirus, anyone could get injuries. In coronavirus, you'll be out for a 14-day quarantine period, and 15 games is a fourth of the season. So that's almost a fourth of the season. Because um, 50 times 4 is 60, a little math there. And that's going to be a 14-day qu- quarantine period. So that is going to be almost a fourth of the season. And that's going to be really interesting to see how everything kind of, you know, plays out. So uh, in the NL West, just wa- how teams could be uh, 500, the Rockies, Giants, uh, Padres, Diamondbacks, the Dodgers going to take it. In my opinion, so the Diamondbacks, they are just, uh, they're in Arizona. They are just not the elite, elite team. The Padres, mm, round 500. The Giants, uh, mm, not really. The Rockies, not really. Like, you don't have any good feelings about those teams. And the Cubs, they still have Wilson Contreras, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, Chris Bryant, and the Brewers, they still have Kristen Yelich. The Cardinals, they still have Yadier Molina. So every team kind of has a good has a good um, recipe, kind of, as well as the Braves and the Nationals in the NL East. The Braves, they have they're, they're Acuna. They, they're they just stacked. And even though the, the Nationals don't have Rendon, they have the pitching. It's 60, seasons, 60 games, it's like, like 65 games. 65 days, that's almost like a length of a postseason and a, li- a little more. And 
pitching is almost everything in the postseason, and the Nationals have that. So that's why I'm going to go with them. But if we look at the 2019 standings, I kind of want to go over this in the National League so we could take a look what happened there and kind of what is going to be different in the just things there. Starting with the NL East, the Braves took it with the 97-65 record, and the Nationals were behind in the wild card, and they beat the Mil- they beat Milwaukee in the wild card. If you remember that, they the Nationals had a 93 and 69 record, four games back from the winner, the Braves in that division that year. They were 50 and 31 at home, and 43 and 38 away. And the Mets and the Phillies were 581-81. Mets were 86-76. And the Marlins were, we don't need to talk about them. And the Brewers, who the um, Nationals played, the Brewers were 83-73. and They were two games back from the winning, the winner of the division, the Cardinals. Um, and that is key. So the Cubs originally had that wild card spot, and the Brewers just crept up on them. But the Brewers, what they did lose, they lost Christian Yelich, um, their best player by far, for the last 17 games, including the wild card and the postseason. If they had Christian Yelich for those last 17 games, they would have made up those two games. They would have won the division on the NL Central, and they would have beat the Nationals in the wild card, and they would have had a chance. I think they would get to that um, and NLCS, and they could have possibly gone to the World Series. Um, we don't, we don't know how how good how how they go against the real Astros, but yeah. And then the Cubs, we can't forget about them. But their last ten games were two and eight in the 2019 season, so they basically blew it. And then the Brewers were eight and two, and the Brewers just stepped up and they took it there. And we have the the Reds. They, last year they were seventy five and eighty seven. Uh, their home was home record was forty one and forty. Their away record was thirty four and forty seven. And they were sixty games back from the Cardinals. But this is already be a sixty game season. In their first sixty games, they were uh thirty five, thirty five and fifteen. If they are 35-15 today in these six games, they would win the division. And that's part of why I picked them. And then the NL, and then the NL West uh, were the Dodgers, 106-56. Uh, and 56, That was a record. And everyone else was behind them. The closest team was the Diamondbacks with, a tw- with 21, whopping 21 games back from the Dodgers. So the Brewers and Nationals got the wild card. And that is kind of your uh, for the for the uh, for the regular season, the records, and then just to recap you on the postseason for the National League, the car the the Nationals beat the Brewers four to three, and then the Nationals um, beat the Braves in a series three to two. Sorry, the Nationals beat the Dodgers three to two, and then the Cardinals uh, beat the Nationals three to two. The Cardinals beat the Braves three to two, and the Nationals beat the Cardinals four to nothing. And then we all know that the Nationals beat the beat Houston four to three in that year. So that was uh, 
that was that was really that was really interesting. And now I kind of want to take a look at the American League. We we spent like ten minutes talking about the National League. This is going good. So I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. This is like really fun to talk about. Okay, so the American League, the Yankees. Um, so let's go back to 2020. So let's get our present minds up. And who's going to win the division in the AL East are the Yankees, Red Sox, Braves, Orioles, and Blue Jays. And Blue Jays? That was weird. Okay, so uh, the Braves and Yankees are going to be basically competing for the top spot. If we look at 2019, the Yankees uh, won with a record of 103 and 59. The Braves followed nine, sorry, seven games back with a record of 96 and 66. So there's not that much of a difference right there. But the Braves, they average 10,000 fans per game. They could use a little support. Like, if you're a race fan and listening to this, it please go to some games. Show your team some support. They average 10,000 fans per game. Their stadium holds 38,000. They would be better, I think, if they had more fans. And they had 96 wins. And thank God they have, like, Blake South. He's the only guy that you know, like Charlie Morton. They're the only guys that you know on the Braves. Like, you don't know how the Rays and also the A's, you don't know how they rack up 95 wins per season. You don't know a single guy there. And for especially this 60-game season, I'm going to predict the Rays going over the Yankees. And just because the Yankees, they kind of started out slow. And the Rays, they just have that push in them. And we can't forget about them. They won 96 games last season. And that is just uh, my prediction for the AL East. If we move on to the AL Central, there is where you have all the fun, uh, kind of, not all the fun, but really the mystery. The AL Central, you have the Royals, Indians, Twins, White Sox, and Tigers. And this is going to be between the White Sox and Twins. The White Sox, um, they... In their second year of the rebuild, uh, last year they did really good with uh, acquiring new players, and they are just up and rolling. They have a lot of a lot of young studs. They have like fifty pitchers, fifty like five years, five zero that could develop. So they are ready and loaded to win in the future. In the next two years, they will make the playoffs. Not now. This is just their second year of the of the rebuild. This this is their. They started rebuilding, and this is the first year where they have expectations. Too early. Just not yet. Next year. Next year, they will. Not this year. Not quite this year. And the Twins, Cam Buckton had an injury. But that's not going to stop them. They lost a reliever. The Twins are the Twins, and they got Josh Donaldson, a third baseman for the Rays. Uh, sorry, from the from the Braves B with a B and that's just going to rack up their home runs even more. He had 37 home runs last season. Donaldson did. So that's just going to rack up the Twins home runs. They set a record with 304 home runs last season as a team and they're just going to keep on bombing away. They're going to take the AL Central crown. Uh, The White Sox will be close behind I think a by about like seven games, they're going to be close behind. And then the Indians will be kind of right next to the White Sox. And uh, there will be no wild card. There might be. Uh, so the the loser, the second place team in the AL East will get a wild card, whether that's the Yankees or the Braves. And then the AL Central, uh, the I don't know. 
Probably no wild card, because the ALS, AL West, you have the Athletics and the Astros competing against each other, and whoever loses that division comes in second place. I mean, the Athletics, they put up 95 wins last season. They are no joke. And the Astros, as much as you might hate me for saying that they cheated last year, I still hate them. They're going to win it. They're going to win the division. Athletics are going to come in second for your second wild card spot, and then it'll be the Athletics versus the uh, versus the Yankees for the wild card, I think, and then the AL Central second and third place for White Sox and Indians will have no wild card. But the Astros, they're the Astros, and going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Obviously, they they cheated last season. And it will be very interesting to kind of see how everything works, If they're re- how good are they really going to be. And the Athletics will take second place. I-, I think that there really is no doubt in that. So let's t- take, a, like, take a quick uh, flashback and take a look at the 2019 season. So 2019 season, um... The Twins had a 101 to 61 record, and they were just bombs away. And the White Sox were 28 and a half games behind them. The Indians being eight, the White Sox are going to make a push. And the White Sox weren't that bad. They're 72 and 89. It's not trash. It's not good, but they're going to. They're bound for some improvement. And then the wild card teams were the Rays at 96 and 66. Um. There's some games back from the Yankees, like we touched on, as well as the Athletics, 97 and 65. Ten games back from division leader Cheaters, the Astros. So we they're not really the real division winner. I'm not gonna call them that. Uh the Athletics came they were the best team in the AL West because they didn't cheat. And the Astros, they are cheaters. And they were cheaters, and that's not going to change. If we look at the wild card rounds, uh, sorry, the playoffs, the postseason for the American League, we see that the Rays beat the Athletics in the wild card five to one, and then the Yankees beat the Twins three to zero, and then the Astros snuck in and beat the Rays three to two. The Rays are no joke. They only lost by one game to the Astros, and then the Astros beat the Yankees uh, four to two, and then. The Astros, um, they cheated and they still couldn't pull off a World Series win. The, their base of the team is pretty good. You add cheating to that, and they still couldn't beat the Nationals. So that is too bad for them. And that is that is just that is just bad. So that's kind of your prediction. Th- those are your uh, predictions for the AL and the NL and who's going to win the division. And hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. We're 18 minutes in. We are not done. We still have two more leagues to go, including the NFL and the NBA. They have a bubble round, but there's no divisions. But we'll look at a good, close look at every single team at 16 teams. And I'm really going to look closely at that. So there's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of fun a lot of fun so right now let's get into we have the nfl we have the nfl let's get into it this episode is sponsored by anchor the easiest way to make a podcast if you haven't heard about anchor 
it's just these way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, there are creation tools that allow you to re-record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all of the, the main listener platforms such as uh, Stitcher, and, and you could go on and on with that. And it's just one-click distribution. You just click distribute, and it automatically does that. No more mandatory stuff. Anchor automatically distributes this podcast. You can make uh, money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and tuning in. Thank you so much for sticking with me. And we just went over Major League Baseball. Now we're going to go over the NFL in kind of the same format. And just um, a, a quick reminder to keep up pushing this content like this. Please promote this podcast and share it with other people. As well, subscribe if you like it because we come out with a new podcast and you never want to miss it. So the 2019 NFL division standings, um, we're going to go over what happened in 2019 and then who is going to kind of uh, win win the divisions and all of that great stuff. So first of all, the in the in the NFC West, the 49ers won with a 13 and three record. The Seahawks followed behind with an 11 and five record, and then the Rams nine and seven record, and the Cardinals five and ten record. For the NFC North, the Packers took it all with 13 and three record, and the Vikings with 10 and six record. Bears at 500, Lions at three and 12 with one time. NFC East, the Eagles 9-7, Cowboys straight 500, Giants 4-12, the Washington football team. I'm not going to see their name. The Washington football team is 3-13. and 13. For the NFC South, the Saints 13-3, Falcons 7-9, as well as the Buccaneers. The Panthers trail behind at 5-11. and 11. So if we go over... And uh, we kind of look at that. So that is kind of your NFC. The American football, the the AFC, I'm going to go over, not the division leaders, but I'm just going to go over the top eight teams. And, um, sorry, the top one, two, three, four, five, six teams who got into the playoffs and who was missing out short because, Teams were bad after the playoff cutoff. So we don't need to spend time talking about them. But the Ravens, 14-2, Patriots, 12-4, and Chiefs, the same record. Bills, 10-6, as well as the Texans. The Titans are 9-7. And then after that, Steelers, 500, and then everyone else had a losing record. And that was pretty bad after the the people who won the division uh in the playoff teams in the AFC. So, for the whole league, I'm going to go over the top. Uh, let's go over the top uh, 10 teams who have um, the top 10 teams. So, the Ravens, 14-2. Green Bay Packers, 13-3, as well as the Saints, as well as the 49ers. Chiefs and Patriots sit at 12-4. So, that is your top 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. 
Seahawks 11-5-7. The 8th best team is 10-6 uh, with the Bills. The ninth best team is 10-6 with the Viking. Uh, sorry, with the Texans. And then the 10th best team is the Vikings with 10-6. And then it's the Rams. They didn't make it. Then you go the Eagles, Titans, and then there's no more playoff teams. So those are your top teams. But let's kind of look at last season and let's go over some of the top teams and what they have with all of their stats. So let's go over the each of the division winners and how they did and all of their kind of uh, deep down stats. So the winning percentage of the 49ers, they were 33 with a 0.813 uh, winning percentage and their net points were 169. The home record was 6-2. and two. The road record was 7-1. and one. And what these division winners did is they won on the road. They won on the road. The Packers also did that with 6-2, and two, and we're going to get that get to that in a second. Their division record was 5-1 and one with a 0.833 percentage. Their conference record was 10-2 with a 0.833. 833 percentage the same thing as their division uh because if you add five more and then you add one more 10 to same thing and then their non-conference record was three and one and then the end of the season they were three and two for the packers their winning percentage they had a 13-3 record their winning percent percentage was 813 um their point uh, sorry, their net points were 63. Their home record was 7-1. and one. Road record was 6-2. and two. So just a flip-flop with the 49ers, but they won on the road. They won on the road. Their, the Packers division was 6-0 and oh undefeated with uh, a 100 winning percentage. Their conference was 0.833 at 10-2. and two. Non-conference was 3-1. and one. And then their last five, they were undefeated with a 5-0 and oh record. Next at the NFC East, the Eagles, they were at uh, 9-7 and seven with a net points of 31 net points. Their home record was 5-3. and three. Their road record was 500. Their division record was 5-1, and one, 0.833 percentage. Their conference was 7-5 and five with an 0.583 percentage for the conference. And their non-conference was 2-2. Two and, two, and then they finished out the season with a 4-1 and one record. So for the NFC South, the Saints had 13-3 and record with a 0.813 winning percentage, and their net points were sitting at 117. Their home record was 6-2, road record was 7-1. That was kind of the same as 49ers, and their division was 5-1 with a 0. Point, okay, I'm still just saying 0.833. Um, their division record was 5-1. Conference, 9-3. Non-conference, 4-0. And then they finish out the scene with a four and one record. So you're seeing a lot of this gun scene patterns with the top teams. For the AFC, the Ravens won a 14 and two record with 249 net points. The home record is seven and one. The road record with seven and one. Their division record was five and one. Their conference record was 10 and two. Their non conference was four and oh. And then they finish out the season with uh, five wins. And the Chiefs, 12 and 4, that was a percentage of 0.750. They had 143 net points. Their home record was 5 and 3, and their road record was 7 and 1. They were undefeated in their division with 6 and 0. Their conference uh, was 9 and 3 with an 0.750 percentage. Non conference was 3 and 1, and their 
They finished off the last uh, five games undefeated. The Patriots, uh, you are looking at really similar to the same deal. 12-4, 0.70 winning percentage, 195 net points, 6-2 home record, 6-2 road record, 5-1 uh, for the division, which is another 0.833 percentage. Their conference was 8-4, uh, 0.667 percentage. In non-conference, they were undefeated with four wins, and their last five games were a two and three record. This is not including the postseason. Our last division, the AFC Salt, the AFC South and our last team, the Texans, they were ten and six with an 0.625 percentage with um, net points minus seven, negative seven. Their home record was five and three. Their road record was five and three as well. Their division record was four and two, sitting at an 0.667 percentage. Their conference record was eight and four, sitting at another 0.667 percentage. Their non-conference was two and two, and they finished off the season with a three and two record. So that's kind of uh, your your uh, just your your kind of what what happened everything and the NFL doesn't have an exact plan right now so we can't get get really deep into the 2020 season but we definitely have to go over predictions because we need to go over predictions we need to that might sound weird but who cares we need to go over predictions so who's going to win the division? I think that it's um, going to, it's not, I don't think. Okay, let's make everything a statement here. Okay, so let's make this better. The 49ers and the Seahawks are going to be battling for a first place crown in the NFC West, like we saw. The 49ers are just an overall better team skill-wise, and I think they're going to take home the division title with something similar to the record that they had last season with around 13-3. and three. Uh, around with a 13 and 3 record or something you know kind of around that and i think that the they will do really well on the road um at their specialty and the seattle seahawks they had a surprising four and four home record last season i expect them to turn that around and make it a little closer but the 49ers will ultimately take it out just in the end they will just win and, and they will just they will just you know they will just take it out they will just win so um i i really want to know that that the 49ers are just better skill wise in the nfc north it's going to be the packers who are going to come out winning last season they had a 13-3 record they're just going to repeat that uh obviously uh history is supposed to repeat itself in Green Bay, that's what fans are hoping, and I am a Packers fan, so I'm hoping that with Jordan Love, that they can really get another BP. Aaron Rodgers, uh, I'm not going to be too happy about that, but we'll see how everything goes. The Vikings will be a little bit closer. The Bills, the Bears signing with Nick Foles, uh, Mitch Trubisky, he will still be the starter. He will still not really do that much. He will still kind of develop a little bit, but they are not at the I at the point where they can win. Uh, I'm in Chicago here, and in Chicago suburbs, everyone's like, oh my gosh, the Bears are going to win. They're going to be so good. You know what happened last year? I was like, no, the Bears are going to be like, they're going to suck. But they did. They didn't, they were, they were eight and eight, and they, they were not good at all compared to their, their expectations were getting to the Super Bowl. I was like out of my mind. 
how could they get to the Super Bowl? Um, now their expectations, Chicago fans, they uh, they hope a little too much to what's going on. They just have too high expectations, and they think that the Bears this year are going to be really, really good. I don't see how that can happen. I think the Packers are going to take it home. The Bears, I don't know. They might be like they might pull off like a nine and seven record, but I don't think that they are going to win the division. They might. They just might sneak into the wild card. But I think the Vikings will ultimately come out on top of the Bears, and then the Packers winning the division. With the NFC East, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Remember, like, last season when it was just them and the Eagles won by one game and, and all their records were similar, everything. And uh, they, it's just going to be, it's just going to be a battle it out. And the Cowboys, they have arguably the most talent a team has in in the NFL, but they can't put that into some winning seasons. And the Eagles, they're just the Eagles. The Cowboys have not proven to me yet that they can win. They have the talent. Yeah. Can they win with the talent? No. The Eagles, do they have a bunch of talent? No. Can they win with what they have? Yes. The Eagles are going to come out top of the NFC East. And like we said last season, it was just them. And they had around 500 records. The Eagles had 9-7 record last year. The Cowboys 500 at 8-8. And... Um, kind of like we saw last time, the Cowboys, they, they, they lose the division, they don't get a wild card. The Eagles, they lose the division, they don't get a wild card. It's just the winner, playoffs, loser, go home. That's what it is. Then MC Salt South, I think that is obvious. The only team that had a winning record last season for the NFC were the Saints. They had a 13-3 and record. Like we just went over, and they, everyone else was seven and nine with the Falcons and Buccaneers and Panthers who were five and eleven, and everyone's saying the Buccaneers are, are awesome. Yeah, they might have two good receivers, one good offensive. Uh, I'm sorry, they might have two good receivers, a 42 year old Tom Brady who's not at his best, Gronkowski who hasn't played football in two years. They might have that. I'm not buying it. I am just not buying it. They will be ten and four, ten and six. They they they'll be ten and six. The Saints they're just gonna repeat and they're gonna be around thirteen and three and they're gonna win the division. The Saints are too good to beat. They're just too good to beat. And Tom Brady he didn't get a lot of money in in, in Tampa in Tampa down there and I don't know how, how that's gonna work. He could throw it more accurate than Winston, but you know Winston can move. They're going to have to kind of reconstruct their playbook a little bit. And I'm just not buying that they're going to be really, really good. They might be a little better. They might be 10 6. They're 9 7, 9 7. Coming from 7 to 9 to 9 7, I think that would be appropriate or 10 6. But the Saints, they're just going to come out top. And the Falcons, I just see them going, getting worse, kind of. Um. For the Ravens, they won the division last year with 14 2 record. And everyone else, the Steelers were eight and eight. The Browns were six and ten. The Bengals were two and fourteen. And they are just by far, like, the only team that has a chance to win. And they're just going to do a repeat, and they're going to win. The Steelers, the closest team, um, from them, the closest team from them was is like, 
is just the closest team from uh, the the Ravens are the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they they just they just didn't work. They they were just the Pittsburgh Steelers. They aren't going to like go anywhere, and they were eight and eight. And the Ravens are obviously ahead of them. The Ravens are obviously going to win. Looking at the West in the AFC, the Chiefs twelve and four, Broncos seven nine, Raiders seven nine, Chargers five and eleven. Similar situation. It's um, it's obviously it's actually the same thing to the NFC South, except the division winner is just even better with a better record. So that's why the Saints, they are going to, uh, sorry, the Saints took it in the NFC South, uh, sorry, NFC South, and in the AFC West, the Chiefs are just going to take it home. No one is even close to them. The closest team is the 7-9 and nine Broncos, and last year the Chiefs had a 12-4 record. We don't need to spend too much time on this. It is pretty obvious that the Chiefs are going to take this crown home. For the AFC East, the Patriots, they were really good. Mm, you could kind of play with it if they, if they were really good to you. You can leave me a, a message, a voice message, and tell me about that. And the Bills, the Bills, they were 10-6 last year, and they're going to take it because the Patriots, they're not going to be good, as good. They're not going to be as good. They have Cam Newton. And it might work out. It might work out. But the Bills, on the other hand, they could get a 12-4 record. And the Patriots could get a repeat in 12-4. and And I think that the Bills would beat the Patriots head-to-head. It's going to be the same record, but the Bills are just going to beat the Patriots, and they'd get the tiebreaker. So that's why I'm going to go with the Bills. Our last division is going to be the AFC South. With the Texans 10-6 and record, Titans nine and seven, Colts seven and nine, and then it just gets worse because Jaguars going six and ten. So, um, the Titan, the Texans are going to win it. The Titans, they might have a little push last year. They're not going to be any better than they were last year. They're going to be nine and seven or worse. So that's going. I think they were at their max last year, and then the Texans, they're just going to have better record. They're just going to be at least 10-6 like they were last season. And they were better than 10-6 last season. But the Titans, the Texans are just going to run away with it from away the Titans. So that's kind of what you had. And just in case, um, just in case in the standings, um, there was a tiebreaker. And uh, they played each other. And they were the same games won between the Texans and the Titans. Here is what would happen. Uh, the division champion with the best record. So you have that. And then the division championship with the second best record. So so here. So, yeah, so you have th- those two teams tied. And to break a tie within a division. So if at the end of the regular season, two or more clubs in the same division finish like with identical win-loss percentages, the following steps will be taken until a championship is determined. For the two clubs, head-to-head, best one, um, Ben, 
the best um one loss tied percentage the the best percentage in games between clubs so let's say the the bears played the played the packers and the packers had a 0.33 percentage against the a 0.833 percentage against the bears the bears had a 0.533 doesn't even match but doesn't even get to a thousand but whatever the packers had a better percentage so they would win and then it's best win-loss percentage in common games after. So then it's between each other and then in the division and then common games just anywhere. And then it's on um, the conference and then it's the strength of victory. So the Packers uh, beat the Ravens by 14. The Bears beat the Ravens. They're, they're just their, their, their point differential is what that is. And then the strength of schedule, if you're a bad team last season, you get an easy schedule. So the Bears were bad. They got a really easy schedule. And then the Packers got a harder schedule, so the Packers would win that one. And then best combined ranking among conference teams in points scored and points allowed. And then it goes to best combination ranking among all teams in points scored and points allowed. And then best net points in common games, best net points in all games, and then best net touchdowns in all games. That's the 11th step, if that all happens. And then the 12th step, there's a coin toss. There's a coin toss. There could be a coin toss to determine who wins the division. Those are just, um, um, that's just two clubs. Um, I'm not going to go for three or more clubs because... We, I don't have anything, any of that uh, predictions uh, happening. Um, I don't have any of that happening or anything like that. So I hope that you enjoyed that quick, um, not quick, that was like 20 minutes. Okay, man, we are racking up time. We are racking up time. I hope you like it. Um, so next, we have the NBA. There's no divisions, but we're going to go for each team's bubble. Um, chance and, and really how everything will play out will play out so we will have that so you guys you better stay tuned because this is going to be a fun segment what i've been looking for for a long time a long time let's go so just really quickly before we get into the uh mlb uh, for before we get into the NBA, sorry, uh, bubble and all of the team reviews, uh, I just want to, there's some news. So, two, a Kings player and a Rockets player, they both broke the bubble rules. And uh, they are now quarantined for 14 days. So that was, they obviously knew the rules and they obviously broke them and they obviously uh, knew it. And uh, they will be under a strict uh, 14-day, two-week uh, quarantine policy. And the Kings player, he tweeted out, uh, uh, he, these aren't any starters, these are bench players. I really look forward to getting back to my teammates, blah, 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 blah. And then, quote, I hope to, uh, I hope to get back as soon as I can. I, I'm sorry, quote, I look forward to getting to ba- back with my teammates as soon as I can and to get ready for a playoff push. Our playoff push? The Sacramento Kings in a playoff push? That doesn't sound nearly right. That doesn't even sound anything right. And also, Gobert, he was the one who caused the NBA to kind of shut down. It would have gotten start, shut down uh, one way or the other. But it did get shut down. 
and uh, so that's just they did get shut down, and I and Donovan Mitchell, who Gobert spreaded to, um, it was it was uh, Donovan Mitchell has every right to to get back, and Harden was asthma. James Harden, he was not on the rocket flight um, that arrived in Orlando, and that was uh, about 20 hours ago. And that is kind of concerning. Uh, he has asked, did he opt out? We don't know. But let's look at the top um, teams uh, as far in the standings. Um, so kind of like what's going to happen and kind of just uh, like the, 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 the standings, and we're going to go for the eight teams that will be in. And then it's not just eight teams, then there's some play-in games. Those are not yet scheduled, though. So the top eight teams will be the Milwaukee Bucks, 53-12. and 12. And going over them, they have a, a really strong team. Uh, they have Giannis, they have everyone, and, and they just have a like, really strong team. They have Chris Middleton, they have Eric Leto to, to kind of push around that. They, uh, they lost Malcolm Brogdon to the Pacers, but they still have a really strong team, and they are not slowing down. And Giannis is on a mission, and they can win a championship with him. Giannis had a chance to sign the biggest contract, $254 million with the Bucks, and he still can sign that. And if he doesn't, he will be a free agent. And I don't know why he'd be a free agent leaving Milwaukee, because why would he leave Milwaukee? He can win several championships with him. Russell Westbrook, um, uh, Rockets guard, he tested positive for coronavirus. And as now as we take a look at the Toronto Raptors, the defending champions, they beat the Warriors in a four to three, um, count, uh, no, four to three in the finals. And they had a last season record of 46 and 18. We talked about them in the last episode. That was the 20th episode. So you bet you got to take a look at that because that's kind of interesting. We talked about uh, we kind of break it down their chances. So that was in the last episode. So we're not going to spend too much time here. But they do have Kyle Lowry and they do have Fred Van Leet and they too and they do have Danny Green to lead them. Nick Nurse being their head coach and um, they beat the Bucks last year. They can, but the Bucks just get stronger. And I don't know. I don't think that uh, the Raptors have. Uh, a chance, in my opinion, for getting the NBA bubble title. I really just don't. For the Boston Celtics, they still have uh, just Tatum, and they had a 43-21 and 21 record last season, and uh, I don't think they really have that much of a chance, so is the Miami Heat, but this, as well as the Indiana Pacers, but this is kind of what scares me. The Philadelphia 76ers, they could come up at any moment. You saw how they demolished the Bucks and Raptors in a few games. They're the most dangerous team in the Eastern Conference in the Eastern Conference. They can like 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 literally they can like blow out everyone. They can like literally literally blow out everyone. And surprise everyone. And then you have the Magic Nets and Wizards for your top nine uh, deep. Sorry, the wizard, the the Wizards are in the nice seed, not in the top eight. So in the Eastern Conference, let's look at the top eight. Top eight are the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Thunder, 
Rockets, Mavericks, and Ma- Mavericks and uh, Memphis Grizzlies. So uh, let's take a look at that. Starting with the first team, Los Angeles Lakers and the Los uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. If we look at uh, t- take a look at uh, two of them, uh, it's just uh, really you know close. And LeBron James, he has a chance to win a championship, and he's going to take uh, every single thing, every single chance that he really can to win it. He, uh, he can't have any distractions. And this is his time to win it. And then the Clippers are close behind the Lakers, and they are, uh, you could say, you could say uh, close. And um, that, is, that is kind of just that in that standpoint and then you have the nuggets and then you have the jazz with gobert and mich and mitchell not michigan and then you have the oklahoma city thunder the houston rockets with russell Westbrook, and james harden did not report for the flight like i said so that will be kind of a question mark and then you have the mavericks with Doncic, and then the memphis grizzlies um and then battling for the ninth seed um, so there's going to be nine teams in the playoffs. Uh, and then, so I, I just rattled off nine teams in the Eastern Conference. And then the Portland Trailblazers and Pelicans are going to be battling for the ninth seed. Who would be more dangerous? The Trailblazers. Who would be more interesting? Guess what? The Pelicans, because they have Zion, and we are all dying to see him in the playoffs, and we are all dying to see how he does. So that's that. In kind of your eastern and western, eastern, uh, eastern and um, western uh, conference, and uh, just just everything that goes into that. Uh, I apologize for this kind of being shorter than all the other ones, but that's because we just uh, the other ones they have so much information, kind of about how everything is going. Well, the MLB does, but the NFL, we could just go straight to the divisions. But there's no divisions here. There's just a bubble. So there's not going to be normal play. So why would we predict divisions? We just had to take a look at the bubble. So I just really think, I just really think that this was one of the best episodes. I really hope that you enjoyed it, and that will be it for today's episode. Make sure that you share this episode with anyone that would really help me, as well as subscribe. Visit us at anger.fm slash ryan-richie. Make sure to check out our 20th episode, um, the episode before this, and there's a little kind of segment about the Raptors and, this, and the chance that they stand. I highly encourage you to listen to that if you haven't already, and that is going to be it for today's episode. That is going to be it. I hope you enjoyed it. It's World Sports. Have a good day.